Welcome to the more you know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fucked up. What's up, guys? This is Juan. You had one fucking shot. This is Juan with another episode of Full Sin with Kiefer here. You remember those days like when we did the more you know and you would just like barrel into the intro before I could get to yeah. it? You're like the only person that did those with me out of all the salespeople we had at that time that actually wanted to be there and didn't think of it as like, oh my gosh, this is miserable. Correction. I had to be there. I didn't want to be there. But you enjoyed it. I ha- You got to fake it to make it, bro. I mean, shit. This is not the minor league. This is the big leagues. You got to fake it to make it. Not really, but yeah, they were enjoyable. You learned a lot of shit. If you actually did your work, you learned some stuff. And I've got the next season planned out for it. Just We haven't started production on that. The beauty of it is I don't have to be in them. You don't want to be in them? I don't have to be. Oh, okay. So so you'll still join. Anyways, today we're talking about understanding processes and why they are important to your company. Straight to the point. This what you do and what you don't do. No bullshit. Sugarcoat when it comes to repairs and maintenance. Advice you can go to. For seeing no edits because you go to. For seeing and we'll get you done right. For seeing and we'll get you going right. For seeing. Keep it going day and night. actually did a LinkedIn post on this yesterday. I saw that. I read that. But yeah, no, most definitely. And then you also had your core values post too. Yeah. That was a, that was a really cool graphic you had. I wonder who did that. I don't know. You should Thanks, hire that Scarlett. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> she's wow. over there just like, what's going on? Yeah, she's like, um, what? So. Hey, no, what just happened? Oh, no, we're, we're past that. She's over there talking in the corner, like, like trying, trying to be part of this just over her head. Yeah. Anyway. So what is a process? Like, let's, let's, let's start off. Like we hear the word processes or SOPs or, you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? Why, like what, what, why do we need processes and what are they? A series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. Okay. Now, for you being vice president of operations. I thought you were going to say Mexican. I'm like, that's fucking racist. But I already made my racist joke for the day. Okay. When you're building that wall outside for me. Or a booth. Hey, I built it and more people came. It's the wall of dreams? No, it's the Trump wall. Oh. (laughs) But... No, oh, yeah. this episode's going to get flagged. But no, um, uh, processes, yes. For me, for any, any really, in any business or industry or whatever you want to call that you're doing, hell, even in a dope game, you have to have a process system. Okay, so uh, what, where I was going with you being VP of operations, you have a very, very strict order of procedures that you have to do to get you know, the sales team sells something. Well, if your processes aren't followed, you don't have stock. You don't have inventory after they sell something. If you, if you're, you and your team don't follow the processes, you don't have things going out. Yeah. So I I feel a lot of people want to overcomplicate processes and what that means and how to enact them or start working with them in your business. When all they are, are the instructions to get your job done. 
It's the 2080 rule. 20% to get you 80. 20% documented to get you 80% of the way. Um, as some Which of the equals listeners, 100. Yeah. Yeah. So. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You good math. Math good for you. Yeah. Um, so with EOS, we have rocks. And one of the big things with EOS is having your processes documented. And they go by the 2080 rule. One of my uh, rocks this quarter was for the marketing, e-com, and creative teams is to have the, our, our core processes documented. So this is, I actually literally finished this rock yesterday. Um, so this is actually the perfect episode topic um, for my mind right now because I just got through documenting. And I went a little overboard with it. You know, in case someone hit, gets hit with that proverbial bus, I've got 80% documented that gets us 80% of the way there. But, but no, you need, and there's an importance to why you shouldn't do why, that. Why is that? Because it actually overcomplicates things. Because you, you want people, you want whoever's reading this book or reading your manual and in a creative way, get the shit done. If you're going to sit here and write it, the whole step. And this is how I've seen it with, with my shit. I've seen it to where if I write it off, I can write the whole process for operations here, like the back of my hand, but it's not going to get that done that way. It's not going to get done to the way that I want it. Then if you have a, so black and white to me is, is gold because if it's in black and white, this is what you have to do. So on my side of the fence here, well, you gotta it's use adding, terminology of fence and wall. I didn't use a wall. I didn't use, use a wall fence. in my territory, in my wheelhouse, and 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 the things that I help manage. There we go. There you go. Um, Words matter. It's adding products to Shopify. There's only one correct way to do that. There's no creative way to do that. The things that do have creativity, I kind of left it open ended. You know, hey, for your SEO descriptions, research your keyword, figure out what works, insert it here. Um, for the graphics, for the videos, that kind of thing. Hey, collect these resources. But step by step on how to actually add to the marketplaces, how to add to this in case someone gets hit by the bus and needs to jump right in. Okay, cool. We're covered. And so I went a little more, I went a lot deeper than the 20%. That's what she said. <laughs> I'll take it. Anyways. <laughs> Um, I had, to, I had to, I had to pause for a moment. I was like, wait, was that a insult or was that a, wait, hang on. I'm not used to getting those little sly compliments from Juan. But so processes are important. And how do we go about even starting to document our processes to get those written down? Like what, what, what's that process look like? The fucking bottle of Jack, some cigarettes. And a lot of documentation. Okay, so let's go a little deeper into that. So, I mean. How do you figure out what processes need to be documented? So you'd have to figure out. So, like, you have to break it down. In operations. Get closer to your mic. Rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man, who shows this? Who's running that Ours. show? No. Who's running that show? Oh, Will? Yeah. You didn't tell me to get closer to the mic. 
Tatum broke your mic. See, the thing with your mic being there, you block your whole face. I don't. Well, you had it a minute ago, yes. See? God. Excuse me, guys. That's why we can't have nice shit. All right, so documenting processes. How do we figure out what needs to be documented? (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) We're back from this short break, but no. So with operations, when I was writing down the processes, so I had to break it down into its own, I wouldn't say team, but individual sections. So with operations, you have purchasing, you have receiving, you have fulfillment, you have shipping. Um, So what I did, basically I have three main ones. I have shipping or fulfillment. I have receiving I have purchasing. And in each one of those. They all have their little sub, sub yeah, processes. Little sub processes. And I, I even broke it down more. Because that me, I like to be very detailed in when I, when I write it. And I was doing 80 to give me 20. So you had to take a step back because so, there are different ways yeah. to skin those cats. Correct. There's more than one way to skin a cat and purchasing and receiving and fulfilling. Um, but, it, but at the same time, it's not, you don't do it step by step, right? It's here's the general idea of this process, but it's also not, Hey, you know, step one, start at point a, step so two, get to point B. And with you're actually with me, I actually wrote it out completely. Like, I like if I was every step I did, I wrote it down and I took that back, reviewed it. And then Played it in my mind as if I was a new person. What's the m- most information I could need to get the job done without the extra sauce on it? So I started cutting back on all the detailed specific. So you so so you go out. So let 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 let's follow this through. You go outside. You have a shipping label. You have a package label. You, you set it on the table. You look at what you need. At this point, it's collect your stuff. Yeah, and then box. Or grab your box, start collecting your stuff. You go to pick, pack, and then stack. So there's a lot of leeway for how you want to fulfill that in the most optimized, efficient way for that person. You know, I know watching Tyler go downstairs when he's in town and he's fulfilling, he will grab everything for a box. Everything that goes in in that, that order, set it there, and then package it. The guys downstairs now... They'll make the box and just start stuffing. So there's different ways to do it. So how? So that's something that you would put in there, complete order or fulfill the yeah. order. You wouldn't have step by step of yeah. If it's this, it is here. If this is this, then you do this. There's that. That's that creative Correct. efficiency there. Like with axles, if the axles we send extra grease caps and lug nuts with ours. So I just put in there, make sure lug nuts and grease caps are sent. Um, not a specific one out of send them, but just to make sure that it's there. Um, same thing with freight orders and, you know, even purchasing. I mean, when Brandon took over purchasing, I told him there's several different ways you can go into building your own process or your own system that you want when it comes to managing uh, inventory. And with that, we really didn't have any specific person other than you doing purchasing. Correct. So this is a new seat, new role. 
new processes yeah. documented by this person. Yeah. And so the way he does this, you know, let's say someone else in three or four years steps in and starts doing this instead of him. Those processes might change a little bit. Yeah. And you have to leave a room for change. They're ever living um, and breathing documents that update as we update. Yeah. Because you can't. So the beauty of this is it's not like the Fortune 500 companies that you are, you have to move a mountain just to make one change. Yeah. And then. Five years later, that's when that change happens. It ain't, it's not right that in there. And by the time that change happens, it's already something out of else, date. Yeah. yeah. No, so, okay, so we have them documented, right? You go outside, you document, all right, I did this, this, this. You take it back, and you kind of go through it. And you're like, eh, this is not set in stone. This is not set in stone. So you kind of condense and say, hey, make this happen. Go to your next step. After you get these documented, then what? So what? what what's the next you thing? train. Well, first... What I did personally was I just sat back and watched my team. Um, they've all been previously trained on how to do it, and I watched them to get all my notes and making sure that everything's being done. So I just sat back and watched them do everything. Uh, watched them do it for about two weeks from fulfillment to um, shipping department to purchasing and receiving um, even when we had repairs, um, I just sat back for two weeks and watched them basically handle their business and just made notes. At the end of those two weeks, I critiqued them individually. So you took those processes and you had the, you had the processes fresh on your mind. And as they're going through their day to day, you can see who's not following, who is following. Well, this part doesn't make sense because of what they're doing and how they're doing yeah. this. It's more efficient. So you adapted. So pretty much it was a question and answer session on that with yourself. All right. Does this make sense? Is this being followed now or close enough? And then you and altered then, and changed. Well, and even before I made any alteration or changes, um, I had one-on-one -on -one meetings with my team in the conference room and I went over the processes with them step-by-step step and got their feedback before I ever presented my, my feedback to them on what I observed the last two weeks. Yeah. So if they're doing this, this, and this, and they're giving me the reasons why, and I'm like, okay, well, that's on my list of a red flag or, you know, just a caution flag, whatever the hell color flag you want. But, okay, well, I'll say, you're doing this, and they'll tell me how they do everything, and I'm, I'll ask them, okay, so what are your, what's your reasoning or your, your mindset behind doing it this way versus so you didn't way. just slap these down and say, "Look, this is the law now." Oh no, you it gotta was, get. If it, you, there was a push and a pull and a questions and a and a and a yeah. walk through your team with it. Before yeah, I you walked even... through. I got each one of their feedbacks and made adjustments as where necessary. I mean, you can't please everybody, but you have to be able to give and take when necessary, and able to keep that will moving forward. And then speaking of moving forward, then the next section uh, or the next step to processes is making sure everybody's trained on these processes. Yeah. What did that look like for you? And you actually had a new employee pop in right after this process. So two new, two new employees. Two. Um, fulfillment and freight. 
Uh, James and Jacarius. No, Jacarius was my newest one. James has been here for a while. James was here for that? Okay, so you had one. Yeah. I'm going to say, did I add more people? <laughs> that team has, like. I will say that team has grown. Um, um, so what was that training on that like? So once you're like, all right, this is the processes. Here they are. What did training look like? Here's the book. Read it. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> look at the book. The, so, I mean, it was just a simple, for me, when, with any new hire on operations, I walk them around the yard, show them where everything's at, how everything's labeled. And then the most important thing is know where the fulfillment or operations office is for Samantha and Katie are, and then where Brandon is and Jimmy are and who they are, because eventually those three people for me is what keeps my wheels moving in operations. Yeah. So um, did you hand them a printed copy of the processes and say, here you go on day one and like, Hey, this is what we got going on. Yes. No, <laughs> no. Is that uh, something you're going to start doing though? Since eventually. So since, since those processes are there and it helps them with their job. I, I did print them out and I gave it to everybody, but then they all changed. So the beauty of how we have it is that it's in. It's uh, in the document. It's in the documents in a Google doc. And as we update, they, the team gets a live update. Yeah. So I did tell them where to go. And within um, Slack and into that specific channel, that way they can look up the processes if they had any questions. Yeah, because like, so right now, uh, the ones I just created are in Notion. So that's where we live and breathe. And they're going to be added to that doc that we're talking about on Google Docs, so the TTPOA, um, very this shortly. This is the way. This is the way. Um, but no, okay, so after after training, then what? Are the processes done, or is no, there more work that needs to there. be done? I mean, the process is never really done because it's an it's a ever evolving. Um, it's like the day you stop yeah. learning is the day you die. The the day you stop creating processes and adapting processes is yeah. the day your business dies. I mean, because there's like I said, there's always more than one way to skin a cat. So there's always more than one way to make shit happen or make make something happen that needs to happen. Oh yeah. So I mean, let's see. So once you did, once you did that, once you had the chats and then you wrote out the processes and you said, Hey guys, this is where they love. Did you get any feedback from that? Not really. I mean, the only feedback I got was just, um, yeah, no, not really, not even much feedback. They are knew where the processes were and you had to look them up and, I mean, I've had a few questions from my team as far as, you know, a little bit more clarification. So that's where I just went back in and just kind of reworded it more of a layman's term instead of corporate. Toity operations manager speech <laughs> lingo. Yeah, pretty much. Because I could understand it, but. Oh, there's times I talk to like Lacey or Caitlin and a lot of times you talking about the creative, the creative field here. And some of the terminology we use, and y'all are just like, we're lost. It's like, I'm sorry. I just, I just went totally A nerd. To B, <laughs> I so. just went total nerd on people. Um, so if a company is not documenting processes, if everything is tribal knowledge, like the guy that's been like here we were 10 before. years. Yes, absolutely. Like the guy that's been here 10 years knows everything. 
everybody goes to him. What would be your advice on starting to be able to break down the processes and getting them written and getting them documented so everybody can follow the processes? What would, what would be your biggest piece of advice on that? Other than don't freak out. It is a large, large, large task. Ask questions. You don't know. And I didn't know. I just threw something together, but ask questions. Don't be afraid to, to ask for help. Um, there's plenty of, you know, people you look up to or mentors that can have done it before that they can give you pointers on it. Um, but just don't, the, the most important thing is don't overcomplicate it. It's not a, it's not a complicated task. It is a very tedious task yes. because it's, you have to have it right or not right, but you have to put forth the effort to make, make sure it's correct. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, just keep it simple. And this is one of the biggest things that we learned from EOS is process is documented and followed by all. Yeah, most <laughs> definitely. Keeping it simple, I'd say it's going to be your most, for me at least, would be your most important thing. Um, I've seen some processes as in examples that, holy shit, uh, will blow your mind as far as like, it's not. Go grab the box from the shelf. Yes. Open the box. Fold Use. the box into the box shape. Fold the flaps. Get some tape. Tape the box. No, make the box. Yeah. <laughs> Fill the box. Yeah, no. And that's, and that's one of the biggest things is like. Like I said, I'm guilty of overcomplicating them, but kind of justified in that because where it does need to be step by step, it is. Because if you do something wrong in these steps, our site breaks. So, like spell check before you post it. As you, a uh, mad dog Scarlet over there in the corner. I was looking at the camera. Oh, I thought you were staring at Scarlet. No. Oh. I was talking to you with the email blast. Hey. We had a surprise once, okay? Yeah. But I recovered. I sent out like a 3% discount code saying, sorry for our typo, $15,000 email. Actually, I think it was more than that. It was like a year, year and a half, two years ago, something like that. It was right after we got Technic lights in, Technique lights in. I thought you said tetanus shots. I'm like, when the fuck we get tetanus shots? Sure, I'd use that excuse too, but <laughs> I mean. so kind of to recap. Documents the documentation of processes is important. Yes, most definitely. Equally important is having everybody follow those processes. So everybody understanding the importance of the process. Yes. And then those processes are never written in stone. They will change. Yeah. They will, you, you will adapt and you will reprocess your processes. Um, the beauty of it is you don't have to start from scratch. No, you just got to alter. You just got to amend. Amend. I guess we'll start putting that V1 point something, V2 point something at the bottom of them as we update. We should honestly, but and yes. up, last, up, last updated on this date by this person. 
we should add that to the process of updating the processes. To make sure that the processes are up to process. Yes. And that concludes this rabbit hole. <laughs> but now, um, yeah. Um, shit, I was going to say something. Mine went blank. But now, understanding the process is important in any organization, no matter what you do um, in your business life or career. But it allows individuals to execute and work efficiently and streamline everything and avoid potential bottlenecks and a bunch of issues that might occur. And it safeguards. Yes. It safeguards from lost revenue, damaged products, and, you know, even in, in this side from us having typos because we have that second pair of eyes on it. That's part of that process, you know. Um, so within that, they're important. Don't freak out because it is a huge task. Yes. Uh, we've been doing EOS for a little over a year, the leadership team, and then brought it, what, September oh. of last year to the rest of the company. Yeah. Something like that. August, September. And we're just now getting to the point of. It takes truly... seven years for everything <laughs> to fucking go like it's supposed to. That's a long time. It is. But if you look at where you started and then look five years down the road where you want to be, hopefully you're in a different spot. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, check us out on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream your podcast at, we're more than likely there, um, ttpomedia.com, or check us out on YouTube and uh, join us for the next one. And then don't forget Women in the Trailer Industry with Lacey and Caitlin. They're actually having some, they have Andrea and Leanna from NATDA on the next two episodes. I think I'm, one of my episodes, I called Andrea by the wrong name. Andrea, as I think what I called her. You did. I'm sorry. I'm, I was watching that episode last night. I was like, I totally got her name wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> it, yeah. it, it happens. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I, if, if someone looks at my name and doesn't know how to pronounce it, I usually get Kefir or Kiefer. I mean, talking about typos, Jawan. Or Jaun, Jaun. No, I, okay. So, if you listen to the early days of the podcast, Jaun, you hear about Jaun that went to NADDA. I and FFA. Yeah, like three three trade shows last year. It was J U A N. I mean J A U N instead of J U A N. Jaun. Yeah, but to my defense, he didn't catch it either till like six months later. Who the hell would think to risk? That's where I learned to just double check Kiefer's fucking word wording. Fat fingers. They don't tap that well. That or get a bigger keyboard instead of that little bitty one you have. I like my keyboard. Just a thought. So. Anyways, we'll see y'all on the next one. I guess. Y'all might see Kiefer, maybe. <laughs>